Welcome to Elaine's Kitchen Table. This is where we share tips about business and parenting. Being a mom of three, CEO of the award-winning company Easy Daisy's speaker and educator, you're going to learn the tips and secrets of successful and incredible people. Elaine wants you to be inspired, challenged, and motivated, and that person you want your kids to grow up to be. This is Real Talk for Real Life. Hi, welcome to Elaine's Kitchen Table, where we talk about how to create better, how to create better family, health, business, and self. And you know, I love it. I love it when people introduce me to incredible people. And I had a friend who said, Elaine, you have to meet this woman. She's so inspiring. You just got to meet her. So I said, okay, I trusted her and I met this lovely lady for lunch and I cannot wait to share her with you. So Winnie, Winnie Sue came from uh, to Canada over 30 years ago and she was struggling financially as a student from China, working several low paying jobs to sustain herself. And eventually she started her own small accounting business that now serves over 200 small businesses. And this woman, Winnie, she never stops learning. And, you know, she always wants to achieve more. And I love that passion because I'm all about learning, learning every day. You can learn from everyone. And I'm learning so much from Winnie myself. And what does she do over pandemic? She she didn't sit back and do nothing. This woman went online and she fast-tracked an MBA. And not only does she graduate with full honor, she won a Distinguished Scholar Award at the age of 59 while working full-time to manage her business. And she does not stop there because right after that, what does she do? She sought after her passion. And with several co-founders, she founded something that includes people from, from all over the world who, are, who just want to achieve their dream and turn their ambitions into reality. And she founded Visions to Reality Foundation. And I cannot wait to introduce her to you. So I want to say welcome, welcome, Winnie. Welcome to Elaine's Kitchen Table. Thank you, Elaine. I cannot believe it's a, such an honor to be on your, um, you know, or, or get your invitation to interview because I was always admired your uh, achievement. I believe many of your friends and listening this and also really admire your journey. Um, we hit off the first time. The reason is because many characters, I believe, were exactly the same, right? I mean, woman in business, as a mom in business, uh, and then I have to run in business, taking care of kids, and the same family. Absolutely. Yeah. No, you you and, were awesome. Like, when I met you, like, from the start, and you handed me a book that you're, it's as a book that, about your mom. Mm -hmm. And, and I haven't gotten through the entire book yet because of time, but I'm blown away. And no wonder there's that saying the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. You, you are definitely a fruit of your incredible mom who's has also such a, an inspiring story. And that book, if anybody's interested, is called Black Egg. So we will come back to that later. But you yourself, like you're, you're a journey, you are lovely, so humble and with a gorgeous smile all the time, but your story, take us to, to wherever you want to, from your start point and, mm -hmm. and, and journey through a little bit of how you came to where you are today. Um, it's really uh, simple, just like many of the immigrants come to Canada, um, 
I was an international student about 30 years ago from Beijing, China. Mm -hmm. uh, just like many struggle student with very little money, have like $1,000, our whole family save everything, give to me. Uh, when I went to where we are the first day, uh, I didn't know nobody. I didn't know uh, a soul, basically, in Canada. Wow. So somebody in China and I had a, a friend here, came here two years ago as a student. So basically that friend contact that girl to say, oh, we have a, you know, like a new girl coming in. Can you go to the airport, pick her up? Uh, so basically she holding the signs and, you know, go to the airport, pick me up and drop me off on 17th and the 9th Street. There is an old house basement, a, a little like a stucco, the two yes. Uh, so she said, uh, Winnie, I, I rent a basement for you, $300. Uh, at least you have one room. There's a roommate, right? Uh, but she said, it's brand new, you know, brand new. They just renovated it. So when I walk in, the old scaffoldings and the concrete floors, and there's one uh, like a stovetop right in the middle, and there's a washing machine on the side. And I said, how come this is new, you said? And she said, look, the room, they put a new carpet in the room. So only the two bedroom is new. Everything else was still not finished. Wow. Um, so so she sent me there and just say, you can start your own. I have to go back to the restaurant to work because that's a, a Sunday. So she said, oh, Chinese student come here. They have to do some work. Um, yes. Otherwise, they can't support themselves. So she gave me two maps, which is one street map. Another one is a bus map of Vancouver. She said, if you don't have enough money, uh, tomorrow you need to go to Chinatown looking for a newspaper, looking for jobs. So that's exactly how I start. Brilliant. Um, wow. Yes, I fully understand that as an immigrant family coming in as well. Mm -hmm. And then you went into university. Is this what happened next? Uh, I actually finished my bachelor degrees in China in science, and I came here the purpose supposed to take my master degree. That's also the reason why I take a master degree during the COVID was the 30 years after my dream come true, where the original goal come true. Beautiful. Uh, so I, I just couldn't, it. yeah, I couldn't pay the, the tuition. International student, really expensive. And even just taking an English class, taking hundreds of dollars. Um, so I found the babysitting job, working in McDonald's, white spots, and warehouse packing boxes, cleaning houses, basically everything, whatever you can think about. I mean, most immigrates, we did this yeah. in the first uh, few years and nothing new. Um, but the two decisions I made really, how to say, springboard for, mm -hmm. for uh, later on um, who I become um, today. So the first day I bought the Chinese newspaper, <laughs> China Da, and I read the newspaper and looking for jobs, you know, calling and, and I found a family to do um, babysitting, uh, which is great. When I came back to the basement suite, only a mattress on the floor. So I sit there, read the paper. They said, average Canadian family making 50000 a year as a, you know, like an average middle class family. So I said, oh, that's a good goal. You know, I, I needed to make him 50000 a year in five years. Uh, so I wrote down that one. And the second one, I realized even when I walked to Chinatown two hours, I couldn't even ask um, directions on the street to use my English because my English was so limited. Nobody understand me. Um, so I wrote there, in two years, Winnie has to speak English. <laughs> so that's basically two goals. Um and I packed a, a couple of Chinese books, magazines, 
and also a few cassette tapes with the favorite singers that love Chinese songs, packed in a shoebox and sealed it, wrote there two years I can open it. No Chinese in two years. Wow. So basically, I made that a really hard decision in two years. Uh, try as much as possible, not speaking, not listening, not watching any Chinese. Uh, the All the job I found is English speaking. I don't find any jobs only speaking Chinese. <laughs> China it's China really China. hard. Yeah, really hard wow. in the beginning. Yeah. So that's, that's the price that, uh, you know, every immigrant paid. Just we pay different price. So that's the price I'm willing to pay. Yes. After two years, my English, okay, I can find an office job. <laughs> that is brilliant. I have to say, I, I commend you on your two goals. They they were very smart goals, right? They had a timeline. They You had a target because you could say, oh, I'm going to learn to speak English. But without a timeline, it's just like shooting arrows aimlessly. So yeah. I, I love that you set a timeline yeah. and, and realistic goals. So that's awesome. Love it. Uh, but the tough time is... Uh, the loneliness, of course, right? If you don't have family here, and I rarely able to call family because I earn around two dollars an hour, and and Telus charges four dollar fifty an hour uh, 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 a minute to call China. At the time, there's no internet and nothing. Um, that's the toughest time. Yeah, I have to put alarm every time I once a month. I call my mom for ten minutes. I have to literally put alarm beside me ten minutes. And I can't afford to pay the telephone bill. So every time I cry, after that, I cry in the closet or, you know, just, just cry. And I realize how hard. But I constantly are looking for the goals, looking for the vision, like the hope, mm-hmm. right? positively thinking the futures. Um, I, I just feel as I, I come here or my family support me, I have to uh, make something happening. To be somebody, um, I believe that many immigrants thinking exactly the same. Winnie, when I met you, you said something that just resonated with me. When we met in person, you said <clears throat> that uh, one of your goals and foundations was to live life with no regret. Yeah, and I love that. And and I I, I don't even know when you started to have that mindset. But was it as soon as then, or, or I'm sure that this is all a foundation mm-hmm. to yeah. having that incredible mindset. So this actually, um, I wrote down the two personal life purpose at the probably, you know, 15 years old. I, I, I was thinking at the time, I believe there is a, um, you know, a Chinese uh, assignment from the teacher to say, what is your life goal or what you're going to do when you grow up or something like that, that kind yes. of topic. Um, so I wrote um, my my life purpose or why I come here um, is uh, one is to live a life, no regret. So if anybody I love, I hate or I am angry or I hurt somebody, you know, like anything, I just go there, say it, right? If you love somebody, tell them you love them. If you hurt somebody, tell them I'm sorry. You know, I really messed up, right? Um, And if I want to go somewhere to visit, I basically pick up the bag and just go. No matter I have a girlfriend go with me or a partner go with me, I said, I wanted to go here. I wanted to do this or learn this. Uh, So that's always the mindset since I was probably late teens. And then the second, uh, my life purpose or model is to be positively influenced anybody come to my life past. That one, I was still vague at the time. I wasn't sure how to achieve it. 
Um, but at least the, the foundation is to treat everybody nice, kind. Um, so I believe that. Uh, so the people, when they meet you, wow. you know, lifetime, we probably only met like a thousand people that actually, you know, passing our yeah. paths. And as long as in that five minutes I meet them, or maybe 20 years I know that person. And I love to be the positive one to influence them. Doesn't matter how they uh, take it. So that's my personal um, purpose or life purpose. Okay, this is why I adore you so much. Both of these, like if if we just stop listening and talking right now, if someone just said, (laughs) wow, I just got two amazing goals that I should try to think more about or establish as my own, I'm just going to repeat them, is live life without regret. Mm-hmm. No regrets. And the second one, be a positive influence to anyone who crosses your path. Wow, wow, and wow. Because if you take either of those, you're going to achieve so much more than you did yesterday just by practicing one of those two goals. Mm-hmm. Those are brilliant. And for you to think of those when you were in your late teens uh, speaks immensely about the person that you are. So thank you, Winnie, for sharing those those goals. Incredible. Yeah, I I remember we read a book, even even in China, because Mark Twain's book translated to Chinese um, you know, a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And he has a really famous say, everybody yes. knows that there's only two significant, you know, time in your life when you're born. Uh, the number one is when you're born. The number two is when you find out why you're here. I love um, it. Basically your life purpose, right? So if you know that, it's pretty easy to make other decisions in relationship, business, work, study, or also really easy for you to have that will or find the way to overcome any tough time. Because mm-hmm. all of us will have a tough time. You know, Absolutely. People dies and your best friend hurt you or, or your partners hurt you mm-hmm. or whatever, right? I mean, business relationship, you're, there's some, you know, things that didn't go out your way. And yes, that's just part of life, no matter how much dollars you have behind your in your bank account you're still going to to have all those challenges absolutely uh, but if you know why you're here it's pretty easy to uh, to see the positive side or find you know just to learn something i, I so wasn't fail i was learning right absolutely uh, not, you know worry about it <clears throat> yes failure doesn't stop at failure right you have to take it as a stepping stone and you, you move forward from it mm-hmm. now how did you get from um, I guess those beginnings to starting an accounting company. Yeah, it's really um ironic. It's I met a mentor. I can say that's my first mentor. It's a Suzanne and Chris. They're an English couple. They own a law firm in downtown Vancouver in the Parker Place at the time. And but they're both quite entrepreneurial mind, and they opened an importing company. <laughs> importing some shirts from Vietnam because they went there travel. They said, oh, they're only $3 a, a, a t-shirt. We should, you know, bring to Canada. So two of them just ship a whole container to Vancouver here, try to sell them, uh, have a few salesmen sell to the retail stores. And they need somebody to go to the warehouse to packing the orders. Yes. When somebody ordered 10 dozen this, you know, three dozen, right. different size, different color. And I was part part time working for them, and both of them they take a liking of me. They just say, "Winnie, we never see anybody work so hard. Never mm-hmm. ask a dollar more. Never ask a raise. Never ask any overtime." <laughs> and they basically say, 
if everybody in my law firm works this hard, we're going to be, you know, triple, double our, our money. Uh, so they really like me and I was alone. So they take me in the weekend to, to hiking with them to their house for barbecues and, and they just say, Oh, why don't come to our office help to do the invoicing billing to, to customers? I said, I know nothing about accounting. I'm a science degree, you know, student. I wanted to take science uh, masters. And they said, no problem. We'll teach you, you know, still pay you the same amount, you know, $10 an hour or something, $9 an hour. Um, I said, sure. So I went to their office and they teach me and learn. That's basically the foundation. Um, so, awesome. so I, that's also one of the reasons why I started Vision to Reality, because I feel so many Canadians trust me, help me in the early stage of my journey. And right now, I'm financially independent. I can be retired today. Um, but I truly wanted to to give back I to the this. people, to, yes. to another Winnie or another Elaine, right? I mean, I, I really yeah. wanted to show them they are people willing to help you. And I love that. That's why I love the name of it, Vision to Reality. Yeah. So good. That is so good. And and I know that we're going to have all of this in our show notes, but right now if someone's listening, mm-hmm. where would they go to find out more information about vision to reality? Uh, we have a website online, just uh, www.v2rf.org. V is Victor, two is number, you know, just the number two and R is Roger and F is Frank and the .org is it, all the program we offer free. We offer workshops, we offer storytelling, inviting like you to, to share a story. I'm excited. I'm people. so honored. Yeah. And then we also have a mentorship program. We have an online community. I couldn't even believe it. We Our online community only launched May 2022 last year. And now um, we have close to 600 members on our online Incredible. Community. Incredible. Yeah, it's, a, it's a private um, but it's all free and people joining to learn how to start their own business, getting the positive mental attitude and share stories from all over the world come to BC. And we have that that, so good. all colors, all backgrounds. <laughs> yeah, see, and I love that. And, you know, in, in your in your mother's book called uh, Black Egg, there's actually a chapter that talks about fusion like a bouquet of flowers. Mm-hmm. And what I love about that is is talking about, okay, yes, the book is talking about, you know, as a mixture of Western and Chinese culture and how each uh, makes up for the aspects the other one lacks. And mm-hmm. I see this in your vision to reality and that, you know, people who feel like they don't have any strengths, they do. They absolutely do. Mm-hmm. And when they realize that they can help somebody else with their strengths, where someone else is lacking. It's a beautiful fusion, like a bouquet. So I, I thought I had to throw that in there because when I read that in the book, I thought that is exactly what Winnie is doing right now. And I love it. So I just yeah, to- I'm thinking yeah. all, many, many concepts I learned from my mom. And uh, mom and dad basically asked me to read all the philosophy books, the leadership books, self-development books since I was like 13 years old or 12 years old. Mm. Uh, that's a really good start because they said you have to have people skill uh, no matter later on what you do. And mm-hmm. also they they trained me and my sister. My sister, actually, your age. <laughs> um and uh, trained me and my sister to be independent women. And they mm-hmm. said, it doesn't matter you're a girl. It uh, doesn't matter you're only five feet, <laughs> five <laughs> foot tall, and 110 pounds. And 
but you have a big heart. And so two things as a girl you really have to have. And uh, one is a financially independency, mm-hmm. <laughs> be able to support yourself. And yes. also not only uh, financially, but also uh, politically and also thinking wise. You don't want anybody control. You have to be independent thinker. Like to make decisions, right? And the number two is to be accountable, taking responsibility on your own. Don't mm-hmm. complain, government, teacher, mom and dad, you know, like a husband, boyfriend, <laughs> or kids, or yeah, own don't it. complain them. Yeah, because you're you. you Absolutely. You're the architecture of your life or captain Absolutely. of your ship or something, yeah. right? <laughs> you pull your own puppet strings. That's right. You don't it's exactly you don't blame somebody else. Mm-hmm. So, in all of you, all of what you have learned and experienced, what would you say are the top three lessons, mm-hmm. the best ones that you have learned in your own entrepreneur, entrepreneurial journey to date? Yeah. And then you asked me this, I did some, really did some hard thinking, you know, like yeah. there's so many aspects, right? So many lessons. Uh, yeah. So I'm thinking the top three, number one, find your why. Basically, you really need to know why you're doing it. Right. I mean, yes. it doesn't matter if you're, you have a self-employed business, you're a consultant, or you just wanted to be a best mom you wanted to be. And you need to know why. And, mm-hmm. and when you find the why, you find the will. You find the way. Love you it. Find your own wings, wings to fly. Um, number two, it's the accountability. It's just accountable for everything. Take your responsibility. And if you make the mistake, just say I'm wrong. You know, like <laughs> don't worry about it. And, you know, like it's so I'm on the mistake, on the failures, on whatever the success um, to be accountable, to be the uh, the person of your word or whatever that English. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. You say you're going to do it. You do it. If you are not able to. Integrity. Just no. Yeah. Yeah. Just say no. I, I can't do it. Right. So that's called accountability. And the number three, I'm thinking just treasure every single moment. Mm-hmm. Because even Elaine, you and me is talking right now is Vancouver time around 2.30. This 2.30 is never going to happen again. That's so true. In between you and me, both of our life is never going to be here yes. again. Yes. So we, that is no matter your zillion years or your totally, mm-hmm. you know, bombs. And mm-hmm. all of us just have that 24 hours each Absolutely. day. Absolutely. Yes. And our life is going to keep going. Um, and my mentor, Peter Leg was having a great book I, I read many years ago called Runway of Life. Mm. I love his analogy. He learned from his mentor. <laughs> mm. uh, and uh, um, Joe Seagulls, I believe, also, also super like a like top guys in BC. And he just say, our life is runway of life from zero to whatever you're mm. leaving this world. Just say zero to 90 for myself, if I put that way. I'm 60 now, so I have 30 years. But if you're 50, you still have 40 years. If somebody only 20, you have, you know, more time. That's right. But how you're, you're going to design your runway of life. And that's, uh, I learned so much about 20 some years ago. I read his book and I said, wow, I love this analogy. <laughs> no, I love it. I love everything that you're saying. I, I, I'm just going to recap, recap that. So finding your why, I love how you said it. If you find your why, you're going to find your will, right? That wind that will keep you motivated and, and, propel you when there isn't the money coming in when you aren't having the sleep and rest anymore you're losing a lot but you need to know your why so that you will find your will i love that so much and also find your way 
when yeah. you find the will, you will find people support you, find the way you can, you know, navigate. Um, okay. for you. Yeah. And owning it, right? Your accountability to say, know that you can't do something instead of, you know, faking it or, or whatever <laughs> it may be, or if there's an error to own it and to yeah, acknowledge it and to learn and grow from it and apologize mm-hmm. for it and mm-hmm. to treasure every moment. And, you know, it, when you're seeing that it reminds me of so many books I've read about how, you know, time is an investment. Like you said, we're never going to get this 2.30 back yeah, this, no, this 30 yeah. minutes, but you're investing it, right? And right now, I'm so grateful for you, Winnie, for investing your time with me to share your expertise, your inspiration to, to myself and to my listeners, because that's a beautiful investment of time. We are, and I, I hope that is the goal of, uh, that people realize that this podcast is we are here to help each other, to learn from each other, to grow together, to laugh together, to cry together, to yeah. understand that we are not alone and mm-hmm. that you are not the only person going through what you are going through and, and there is a way to to step forward and to step up and to lift somebody else up so thank you Winnie oh, completely correct because your podcast why I say yes because I feel it's fitting my personal vision and also what I try to do because the more people can see if Winnie could do it if if Eileen can do it definitely you can do it. Yes, I know, right? Yeah. Like, gosh, golly, if I can launch a product off my kitchen table, you can too. Yeah, sure. if, if I could learn, but didn't even know what is debit credit and I could start a bookkeeping accounting business, anybody can do it. Oh, I love your brain. I, I, it's, it's a tough one. Can you tell us right now the name of your accounting company so that people who are looking for help there can find you? It's called the Next Gen Accounting Inc. Um, it's a pretty, um, it's, I can say it's an early adapter in BC. It's for cloud-based accounting, uh, bookkeeping. And we have 15 staff and we serve over 200 small business owners. They're all in Lower Mainland mainly. And uh, um, I just love them. Uh, our clients are coming from probably 25 different cultural backgrounds. And, okay. <laughs> And majority of them are born here, grew up here, second generations, uh, but they have business across probably 40 different industries. That's so uh, great. I love working with small business because I see the dream, the vision, and they came, they built their business from their garage, from their basements, and, yes. and oh, got laid off. They started their own business. Mm-hmm. I'm just so inspired almost every single time when I mm-hmm. talk to my clients. So this is why we're here helping them and they also inspire us right so i I admire that about you winnie i admire that about you because you've gone through this journey too and Mm -hmm. and you understand at a level of experience that you've been through so that i truly appreciate speaking of that every small business as you know does face tough times and there's a saying that tough times never last but tough people do Mm -hmm. and you know is there something, a hardship that you had to face that, uh, whether it's in business or personally, a big business mistake that happened in your journey, what was it? And and how did you rise from that? Uh, there's many of them. Of course, the personal <laughs> challenges, the people uh, passed away, right? I mean, your loved one, mm-hmm. the people you love and maybe passed away, your relationship may break, right? I mean, or uh, there's other business partners, maybe uh, part, you know, world 
apart. And they right. all um part of the challenges. And if you say the biggest mistakes I made, it was like, I came here three years and working like $2 an hour, second year, $5 an hour, third year, $10 an hour. And I saved $8,000 by the third year. Wow. Uh, didn't buy any clothes, didn't do anything. And, uh, but I was seeing there's a, um, like a seminar, like I said, teaching you how to run business in uh, Vancouver Convention Center. It's free. So I went there in a weekend and then they said, oh, there's a tapes, books you need to buy. And then this, we teach you how to run business. And I paid all my money. <laughs> so basically, that's the entrepreneur dream. And yes, I not the 8000 all for the book, the $800 for the books and tapes. And then I paid rest to purchase something from US, come here to sell. But it was uh, all the sports jerseys. <laughs> I basically know nothing about what is a flame. Is that a hockey team or that's a, like an NBA team? Or what is the Seattle Mariners? <laughs> Are they a football team? <laughs> you know, basically, all the jerseys yeah. I import here. So they said, oh, you just need to go to different stores to sell them. And then you can make lots of money. Uh so I, I I rent a little uh, you know storage room and try to sell them knocking doors. I was trying to sell the jerseys to mer- maternity clothing stores. <laughs> Basically, I have no idea where I should sell them. You know, wow! Children's stores. I don't even know what is a sports jersey in the first place. Um, but that one, if I'm thinking business wise, probably I made the wrong decision. <laughs> but definitely, I learned. I was yes. going through so many different re- retail stores in so many different um, malls, and teach me to learn what they sell, what they do. You know, <laughs> all those. Mm-hmm. Uh, now talking about it, it's funny. But at the time, I basically lost all my earnings. All my savings yes. uh, was devastated. Yes, sure. absolutely. At that time, definitely. Um, but I learned a lesson. I learned I need to do more diligent research, not just like a taking quick decision because that's my personality. I just take the action right away. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have to learn to hold back a little bit, do a little bit more research, right? I mean, do diligent a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but even take those precautions in the future, still have sometimes where our investment will be lost. Uh, right. That's just part of life. Um, no, I love that. Take it. Yeah, don't take it. But I wouldn't put all my savings into it anymore. If I put investment, I know this. If I lose, I still can sleep, right? At least yes, that kind of things I can do. Yes, uh, and yes, yeah. and I was like, thinking, just, okay, see, and I, being an entrepreneur, I'm like, okay, yeah, if you're going to sell these sports jerseys to a maternity store, <laughs> like I saw the positive. I'm like, oh, yeah, target the husbands who are coming because they don't want to buy anything. <laughs> So that's like, you know, for pregnant women, but they will buy a sports jersey. I was like trying I to help you find them, the silver so you can buy the extra largest like, like size. You get like a huge t-shirt. And that's how I was doing the pitch. <laughs> Very cute. So funny. Yes. Probably not funny then, but yes. So yeah. funny now. I love it. <clears throat> now, I, I know that your expertise now is in bookkeeping, accounting, helping small businesses. I know that one struggle that many small businesses, having experienced it myself too, is cash flow. Mm -hmm. Are there any tips, three, five tips, one tip that Mm -hmm. you could share to a small business to help increase cash flow? What would you say? 
I know I'm asking you off the top of your head. Yeah, I would give them um, several tips because we're working so many small business owners. They're constantly asking us exactly the same question. Mm -hmm. How come you showed my book? I I have profit, but I don't have cash. (laughs) I don't have cash to buy anything. Um, So mainly there's two issues. Uh, One is they don't handle their AR um, good in a good way, right? So they their accounts receivable. Basically, people owe you money if you're invoicing out a lot, and and some people pay you sixty days, some pay you forty five days, some pay you ten days, and that's what the things I suggest them every single week as a business owner. You have to look who is owing you money. Mm-hmm. And always follow up. That's your responsibility, not your your office manager or your secretary or your you know assistant's um, responsibility. Because yeah. you need to get them paid. So if they don't pay, and you need to have a credit uh, whatever collection company to be right behind you, you you just say to your clients that if in sixty days our our policy sixty days if you don't pay, we send you to 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 a collection agency. And I don't want it to do it. If I do it, they're going to record it on the credit bureau. Is going to hurt you. Your mm-hmm. business cannot borrow loans in the future. You probably will hurt you to uh, to renew your mortgage. I don't want that to happen. Right. So Absolutely. if you could pay now, I would be really, really appreciated. I trust Absolutely. you're an honest businessman. You yeah. will pay it or businesswoman. And majority time, I can say 99% of the time, my client will pay or their client will pay if they do this way because they lay out for they don't want to take this this step. Absolutely. Accounts receivable quickly. So in MBA, we also learn that there's an indicator for your business. It's how fast you're collecting your money, right? People will know it's days of AR, days of your accounts receivable. And number two is is, uh, working with your suppliers to credit, uh, to to developing that credit uh, line with with your suppliers um, to say, oh, can I pay you like 45 days? (laughs) (laughs) If they ask you to pay seven days, then you say, can I pay 15 days, right? So in that way, you can bring in the the goods and Mm -hmm. sell them collecting the money and then pay them, right? So yes. so the cash flow will be a little bit better. Yeah. Uh, of course, there are some suppliers who will say, if you pay me seven days, I'll give you 5% off. And if that kind of things you can take advantage, of course you will. Because yeah, it help you to reduce your, your costs, right? Um, number three is control your inventory and try not to buy hundreds of thousands of inventory. Uh, like myself, paid eight thousand dollars to buy all the jerseys, right? Yes. And uh, nowadays, there's a um, you know, people learned from Toyota is, is like a, a just in time inventory, but sometimes you couldn't do it. You do yeah. have to have save something, otherwise yes. you have nothing to sell. Um, yeah, it's a tough one. Always monitor it and see what is your client behavior and how much inventory you should keep, you know, in your warehouse or in your basement. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. So that's, uh, I can say that's probably the top um, three. And also keep some personal line of credit always uh, like there, not use them up for your own buying the house or buying a boat or, or go to a big trip. And you, as a business owner, you do have to have some personal line of credit because even sometimes in my company, I will run into, oh, I need to do the payrolls, but my client hasn't paid me. Right. Yes. So I just need to use my personal line of credit to 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 
keep this whole week, get everybody paid, and then next week I'll pay myself back. More of them. Yeah, so you absolutely. need to have a little bit of room like that. Mm-hmm. If you maximize your line of credit, personal mm-hmm. line of credit, you have no place to grab that, you know, feel a little small amount of money to help so it. Um, because okay. if you go out to borrow a payroll loan or something, you're paying like a 12, 15, 20% interest. Yeah. It's like a loan sharks. You're not, you don't want it to do that. Yeah. Right? And so yeah. that's what we're creating a business line of credit, but don't use it. Like leave there just for the rainy days. Yes. <laughs> so that's basically how um, me and my husband, we are, what we're doing, we always have a line of credit there we never use. Absolutely. We just leave there in case there's anything happening. <laughs> yeah. Just to add on to what you're saying there, is there a uh, a tool, an app, a program that you recommend to people to help keep track of inventory? Um, right now, our clients, there um some, um, I think there's called, uh, I don't know the name of the, the, the app. And there's SOS is some of our client was using. And, and there's so many inventory app. You can, um, do some research, but they are all industries, um, uh, specific. Yeah. It's not like a somebody can use for a car garage or use for a retail, right? I mean, maybe yeah, a bit different, right? Mm-hmm. So, so I'm thinking if any of you have questions, you, I believe Elaine's going to send you my, my contact, my LinkedIn. Absolutely. It will all be in our IGs, show whatever. Yeah. And you guys can, Message me and just say, hey, I'm looking for this. I probably can get my team to give you a few recommendations because we have clients like 40 different industries. So good. Thank you, Winnie. Now, I want to end with this now. My podcast is all about how to create better and how to create better family, health, business, and self. So I'm just asking you off the top of your head to give Mm -hmm. a quick tip for each. So what would you say? How would you create better business? Um, I actually, this is the hardest question for me to summarize. So when yes. you were asking me before, um, so basically for business, I'm thinking number one is people, people, people. Mm. Uh, there's no other ways. It doesn't matter what you're doing. If you're a consultant just from your home or you're working for a big corporation as a, you know, leading a small team or you're running any type of business, a restaurant, mm. retail, or wholesale or consult doesn't matter absolutely people always first you need somebody to make the product sell the product buy the product right design the product do the marketing you need your team and do the service and so always put people first be kind for everybody Mm -hmm. no matter how stressed you are no matter how you know worn out you are be kind i love that treat everybody with respect and And truly love them. I, I, I feel as if you don't have people, people is your number one, number one asset so in so any business. All yeah. of us in people business. Don't yeah. worry. Even you're on an e-commerce, you're still people business. Absolutely. So that's my number one for business okay. and for house. Um, house it is when I was in my twenties, my, my dad called me and told me one thing. I was working three jobs in Vancouver here, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I'm basically just worn out, sleep like three, four hours a, yes. a, a night and I go to school and working. So basically my dad said, what do you try to do? I said, I need to earn money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I need to, to yeah. survive. Um, so my dad said, Winnie, uh, what is $1 million? How to write $1 million? Write them down. 
So I wrote one million dollar one, you know, zero 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 whatever. So my dad said, "What is the one?" I said, "One that's one million." <laughs> I told my dad, and he said, "The one is your house. Mm. If you don't have that house, all those zero will be always zero. Wow! Even they have a hundred zeros after that one, it's yeah. still zero. That is so good. Yeah, it was such a great visual with me for the thirty years." I think it just stuck with me and everybody else who's listening. Uh, yeah, it stuck with me 30 years. I wow. to me thinking. I might I have to quote you on that one. So that is a, a quote your father, rather. <laughs> it's such a It's, it's a, a just phenomenal. Visual. Yeah, change my whole perspective. Because if without the house, you cannot enjoy life. You cannot enjoy relationship. You cannot do the things you want to do for your children, for your work, for your exactly. business. Nothing. Your family needs. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So as a parent, my parents are 89 years old living in our house. We're a full-time caretaker for them. But many, many years, they live with us like 20 years. And both of them always saying, the best way we can love our children is to keep our health. Yes. So they're disciplined. They only watch one hour TV and then stand up to walk around or do something. And not many parents in 80 some years old able to do that because they feel, as they said, because we love you guys. Mm-hmm. If we're keeping our house able to walk, able to cook a simple meal, we'll reduce our children's stress. That's it. the best love we can give to them at this wow. stage of life. And I learned so much from my parents. I, I truly love them. Even now I'm taking them to see different doctors every week and I still love them. Well, um, please send my regards to your parents. I'm in awe of them and tell them that I've learned from them as well. Mm-hmm. So I think you have just answered family because you're... <laughs> no, family, I have another tip. It's uh, always planning your family time first mm-hmm. uh, each year. So we're planning all our... We do the whole year of family vacation planning, normally always 10, 12 months ahead. And uh, so we block those time no business, We were we were having um we go to uh to see Vancouver Symphony like even during my baby was like um uh, you know a few months old. We keep doing it. Uh, that's time you need to spend with your spouse or your partners, right? Um, just the personal time and and also shut your phone, shut your email during your holiday. <laughs> Which is hard. I know it's hard, and uh, I couldn't do it hundred percent. But that's needed. We don't have TV, no, no uh, cell phone on our uh, dinner table, no TV in the in the dining room, and never turn on since my boy was born. And that's yes, our so decision as a family. Yeah, we, we have that same and for role. self for woman. Uh, the last one for woman is you really need to love yourself every morning. Yeah, we'll have look the mirror and just say you love yourself. You love every uh, single wrinkles, every single mold <laughs> on your face, right? And even there's a straight hairs, you just need to love yourself. Love and yourself. smile to yourself every single day. So that's what even I'm doing still today. Every morning I look the mirror, I tell myself, Winnie, you grow older gracefully. <laughs> you're 60 years old, you're still beautiful, you're still energetic, you're still able to do a lot for others. You're mm. still able to love your family, love your children, your your mom and dad, your husband, right? So that's what I, I'm telling myself every day. I said, I love what you love. <laughs> and even you're like a hair flying everywhere. <laughs> yeah. um, so I hope all the moms, every single day, you just tell yourself how much you love yourself. If you don't love you, your, your how to say, your love jar is not full. 
Mm. You were constantly getting other people to fill in because many people ask me, said, how come, where your, is your energy? Where is your smile coming from? I said, because my love jar is always full and always overflow. That's the reason. <laughs> I said, you only get my overflow. <laughs> you oh didn't know I have a full jar of love because I love myself. Yes. My husband, my family loves me. And that's your love jar. If you don't have nobody else that loves you around you and love yourself to make it a fall. I, that is such great, great words of wisdom. Make your own love jar full, like on yeah. your own. Like do not count other people to pour into it. Exactly. It we all that. have those lonely times. We all have those single times, right? Nobody mm-hmm. around us really truly mm-hmm. you feel so they 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 love you. Yeah. So I'm I'm really and you're happy amazing. You are amazing, inspiring. I have learned so much more from you in our short time here together than I have in uh all month. So you are lovely. And I just want to say, Winnie, thank you. Thank you so much for your time, for sharing your story, your expertise, your your wisdom, your parents' wisdom, because I know that uh, I and my listeners have just uh, grown a lot taller listening to your words of wisdom. So thank you. And I have definitely felt the overflow of your love jar in my life. And I'm, I'm really grateful. Thank you, Winnie. Yeah, as long as we can help somebody else to let somebody else feel that they can do everything we ever did. And because all of us are standing on giants and so many people help us, nobody can do it alone. And, and I, I feel, yeah, so many people help us. And so let us to be your shoulder and later on to to push you higher. So that's basically yeah. my personal call for Everybody listening to this. No, that is so great. And if you wanted to look for Winnie, she will have, I mean, I will have all of her emails and and links, websites in our show notes. So you will be able to find and connect with Winnie. And Winnie, if people wanted to reach you sooner, uh, Mm -hmm. is there somewhere they can go? Probably LinkedIn. Yeah, linking or even our website, just join our community. Their community is free, but it's a private. You have to apply. It's not yeah. like a, we don't want everybody. We just want the people thinking like us or at least love a positive mental attitude. And you can come into our community to get the, that kind of encouragement because you can learn from the people from uh, like Ethiopia <laughs> or people from Argentina, okay. right? People from uh, Brazil. So, I learned so much from a person from Turkey. I didn't even know they sell so much uh, seafood. There's a young lady uh, join us from Turkey and share her stories. It's just phenomenal. I, I, I mean, it's a business community, but everybody's sharing everything. <laughs> that is so great. Winnie, thank you again. And to our listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. And I know that uh, you're a blessing to me for listening. And I know that there was at least one brilliant nugget that Winnie has kindly shared with us. And I say, take it, run with it, apply it, use it and share it. And so keep lifting each other up. And thank you, Winnie, for lifting all of us up today. Thank you, everyone.